0: Hi, I'm Ishani. And I'm Kayla. Welcome to the I Kid You Not podcast. Each
1: week, we'll be sharing our insights, struggles and triumphs as we pursue our passion projects. We'll also be bringing you tips and tricks from our friends and other young professionals who are paving their own roads to success.
0: So if you wanna learn how you can build meaningful passion projects, or if you wanna join us on our journeys to become lifelong learners, pull up a seat and join the conversation. Hi, everyone. It's Kayla Nishani, and welcome back to another episode of the I Kid You Not podcast.
1: Today we have a really exciting guest who happens to not only be one of my friends, but also one of my classmates. He's over there blushing, and I'm really excited about this though. But this guest recently completed his first full Ironman, which, and I'm gonna need some fact checking here, so feel free to say yes or no to of these <laughs> to these numbers. But for those of you that don't know what an Ironman is, it's, it's a full triathlon, so that includes a 2.4 mile swim. Uh, 112-mile bike ride, and a full marathon, which is 26.2 miles of running. Is that right?
2: That is perfect.
1: Oh, my God. Great. Okay. (laughs) And he actually qualified for the Ironman World Championship, which is in, where is it this this year? in St.
2: George, Utah. Which is exciting.
1: Okay. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit more in a bit, but... I just wanted to mention he did all of this while being a full-time aerospace engineering student at UT Austin, so hook him. Um, Kayla and I are also students at UT Austin. But, yeah, I'm really excited to to introduce Andrew Schweizer, everyone.
2: Woo! Well, thank you for having me. This (laughs) is very exciting. This is my first podcast, and... Couldn't be more grateful to be on. So. Of
0: course. I'm Do you want to start them? off kind of like introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm Andrew Swiser, as they pointed out, and I have been a triathlete for the past 14 months. I mean, 14 being a member, months? Yeah, it's Only 14
1: months? <laughs> I don't know if you heard in my intro, he qualified for the world championships of Ironman. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry, keep going. 14 months. I thought.
2: Big turnaround, really fast turnaround. But I've been an athlete for the past 10 years, just positively driven it's very motivating to see people excited about what you're doing and i mean just being in the business of triathlon is a different leg it's a lot of individual but a lot more team than you'd think and that's my favorite part of it it's it's really cool to have that and aerospace and you know just everything balanced together into one very 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 long week
1: <laughs> yeah so. he said balance. <laughs> balance
0: we need to get into that that's what i need, <laughs> need to. oh my god well, to start off, you kind of talked about how you've always been an athlete, but I'm really curious what made you want to specifically do the Ironman.
2: Sure. So, bouts, I mean, I'd say last summer, summer 2020. I mean, really for my whole life. I've I've seen, my mom did a half marathon when I was little. And so my dad, my brothers, and I, I have two brothers. I'm the middle child. And uh, we went to go watch my mom do this half marathon in Dallas, Texas. And... How old were you? I was probably... 12, okay, okay. Maybe maybe ten. I I really don't remember. Okay. okay. It's just but something that's um, been playing in the back of my head for a while. Okay. Okay. So I I was very inspired by that, and I really wanted to push myself to get into sports, and so I did. And my older brother started rowing, and that was when I was in sixth grade, so a while ago. And I followed his footsteps, and um, I did six years of rowing. Moved a little bit away from it in college, and I really, really wanted that competition. And um, triathlon was what gave it to me. Yeah. So, where are yeah. you originally from? Again. I'm from Dallas. That's right. Okay. Born in Dallas, have never moved. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't know why, but I thought I thought you were out of state. I don't know really? why. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I thought you were an out of state student. I get really excited when I meet other out of state students. I'm like, oh my god. Prince. Where are you um, from, Shawnee? California. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, but they've heard a lot about that. <laughs> okay. Cool. So you've always kind of been into sports, like since you've you can remember. You've always been into sports. I mean, or you've always been like an athlete, quote unquote, an athlete.
2: Yeah, you know the typical like flag football and then tackle football, kind of. Really? You know, school basketball, that kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then I, I mean those are what you'd usually expect. But then going to high school, I started drifting towards crew, which is okay. rowing, and you know sports that aren't. I mean, sports that are on the come up and yeah. stuff that you typically wouldn't. That's a cool sport.
1: Yeah. That's a really cool sport to be involved with, I feel like.
2: Very inspiring. Yeah. How,
1: how, okay, so how did you, so your brother, your older brother was in, in crew. That's kind of why you got into it, right?
2: I'd say so. I didn't really think much of it.
1: Okay, question. Because I grew up in sports too, and I feel like it's common to have these points while you're, especially when you're growing up at that age, to be like, uh, do I really want to be doing this anymore? Did you ever have... Moments where you were like, I don't know if I want to keep doing crew, or did you always feel like you were crew, crew, crew,
2: <laughs> So I, throughout the six years of rowing, there were very big mentors I had Okay. that, I mean, really inspired me to, I mean, stick with the sport, but there were moments that I wanted to step away yeah. and uh, moments such as, let's say my, I, I had a German coach named Sebastian and there was a whole issue with transparency and the board of directors of the rowing team where we essentially thought they were laundering money through the program um, that we donated. Um, it was after it's a bunch of tea.
1: That's a lot of tea. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. wow. Well,
2: this, this coach was deported. Um, or not deported, but, I mean, he was in the process of switching from the job he already had that his visa was based off of in the States oh, okay. to having rowing as his full-time visa job. And they messed him up and um, they fired him, and he had really no other choice but to move back to Germany. That's the
0: thesis. Yeah. Whoa.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So full circle, I mean, there were moments before that that I kind of didn't really realize why I was in the sport, but when his mentorship and the results that came from that started to trickle in, I mean, under him, I placed seventh in the nation in rowing. Dang. um, Oh
1: my God. (laughs) It's just
2: very inspiring um, from him. (laughs) But the next year, um, just out of pure angst and anger from him being, um, well, having to move back to Germany and everything, that whole issue, we ended up. My brother and I and two other guys ended up placing fourth in the nation together in a boat. And um, wow. yeah, That's really so impressive. there were there that were moments that fell off of it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. It's crazy. But does that answer your question? No.
1: Yeah, that definitely does answer my
0: yeah. question. I'm curious how big of a transition is it from doing rowing and then thinking about approaching the Ironman like triathlon is it comparable in how intense it is or were you intimidated by okay now I'm just going to go for this like how was it
2: so rowing is very intimidating Uh, you you, you see these people like just crushing it on the water you guys are all
1: so tall
2: oh my gosh yeah (laughs)
1: you are all so tall
2: those quads too you know yeah (laughs) oh my gosh but um I think the competition is very similar And I actually have scoliosis and I came into freshman year. I mean, I'd have pretty bad back spasms um, coming into freshman year of college. And I started probably senior year of high school. I started to push away a little bit. I mean, just conceptually think of like, is this really right for me? Like, do I want to follow this and be stuck to this program? Even though rowing is amazing throughout all of college and I mean, continue to mess up my back if I stick with it. Um, And... I ended up there was this one day freshman year where I was on my dorm room floor. I wasn't able to really get up without shooting pains. And I had probably been on the team for two weeks at that point. Mm-hmm. And I decided that like that moment I have to step away from this. This I mean, don't I mean, I was already kind of on the fence about it just because of college and um, just wanted to enjoy college. And yeah, I stepped away. So to answer your question, I I really wanted that similar I, I think that was the closest thing I could get to what rowing was for me. It was a new challenge. It was I, I, I had a little bit of a gap in between when I did rowing. I, I lifted a bunch, and that was fun. But uh, rowing translates very well into biking, and I, running and swimming are just like new things for me to learn. So over the past year, I've been really pushing to learn both of those. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: Take us back in time a little bit, 14 months ago when you like, I guess, officially decided that, I don't know what came first. Was it like, I'm sure the intent to run an Ironman came first. Did you find a coach first? Did you sign up for the Ironman first? Like, Take us back 14 months ago, maybe 15 months ago. How did the whole process start for this past Ironman that you just ran?
2: Sure. So I'm someone, I've at least I've really become someone, that has associated what they say with something that's very important. Like if I say I'm going to go do this, then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, I, <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> but, Good um, one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I liked that. <laughs> but I think there was this one moment last summer where – i realized like I'm scared of doing a lot of stuff and It's not that that's not okay But I mean people can be scared of doing stuff but letting that control your life and letting that determine what you do and sitting back in fear I mean, that's it's something I really want to grow upon and learning. I mean just learning about myself and learning what that meant and so I I remember I was working at Amazon yeah, and yeah, yeah. overnight Amazon warehouse you know scanning just tens of thousands of, thing, of things in this 10-hour shift um, four days a week. And I really thought, I had a lot of time to think. I really thought, like, I want to do this. And I think I told my family, I told my brothers, who are both very competitive rowers, um, everyone was very supportive. And, I mean, there were a little bit of questions, obviously. But yeah. I think knowing how passionate I have been about certain things and knowing seeing my passion towards that was really cool Um, and so I made that jump I I told people I was going to do it and so I started training for it on my own and later (laughs) so that's another story but later that semester I think that November I signed up for it because that's when the race opened Mm -hmm. but I didn't realize the race uh, opened I I, (laughs) I was new to Ironman I didn't know how it worked and so all of the initial tickets were sold like in two seconds Mm -hmm. and I ended up having to start a GoFundMe which I never liked doing um,
1: I remember. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, remember. I remember.
2: And I, they, there was this ticket. Usually tickets are six hundred dollars, but there was these foundation tickets, which they, you pay sixteen hundred dollars for a ticket, mm-hmm. and they donate a lot of that to charity. Mm-hmm. And so, I paid for that ticket with the help of a thousand dollars from GoFundMe, friends, and yeah. everyone. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that's that's really how it started.
1: That's, that's so cool. One thing that I wanted to say is like, I mean, I'm sure Kayla noticed this as well while you were were talking. I kid you not is like the way you used it in the sentence, it definitely does come back (laughs) to why I wanted to call our community. I kid you not or the project I was doing two years ago. Now, I kid you not, because there are a lot of things that people are afraid to do and commit to because and this is something that I learned from a mentor is a lot of the times we're not afraid of failure. We're afraid of success. Yeah. Like, what happens when that thing that you've always wanted starts to work, right? Nobody prepares you for that, really. Yeah. Um, or the wheels start turning on that thing and you're actually going for it, right? And so I have started to keep, like, a mental note of the people who I would add into my fictional exclusive club. Not really that exclusive. Exclusive <laughs> club of, like, ultra learners, right? And And Andrew is totally... An ultra learner, right? I mean, I know Kayla is a huge ultra learner. And it's crazy because I'm hearing you talk about your goals and what you're passionate about. And it, it really what we like to say and what we have this community for is that point in time when someone starts getting almost a little frustrated at themselves because they're like, I'm so passionate about this thing, but I haven't done anything about it. Like I haven't done anything about it. And then finally something switches in their brain and they're like, I cannot keep living without doing this right and Kayla's done that herself with her blog she's also done it with a couple other projects that she's been working on which is so cool to see I mean you've done that yourself with the triathlon and so I mean I wanted to let you know that I think of you as a a a member of that fictional uh, exclusive ultra learner club in my in my head and I think it's really cool well. I, I think that's
2: something that's really interesting to bring up. I, I've realized since all of this has started that I, I've, the amount of people that I've met with the like similar mindsets, like y'all um, just, it, it's really cool because I, you, you don't notice how many people, I mean, you know, it's a very niche group, but I mean, at the end of the day, you, you do find a lot of those people that are very like-minded and inspirational. And just, yeah. you know, I think y'all are definitely, I mean, as you were saying, <laughs> those fictional characters that I look up to and, um, yeah, it's it's just especially in college, it's just really cool to see people grow and it is. find themselves. Like, I mean, all of us are.
0: Yeah, know? yeah. College is so hard. It oh is. I'm gosh. really struggling this semester, but it's always like really cool to see how people like still make time for the things they're passionate about, mm-hmm. and so it inspires me to make time for it as well. So it's really cool hearing from you. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little bit before, right? We started
1: recording, and there are always going to be... This is so... It's, like, almost embarrassing for me to talk about this right now because I do feel the same. Like, I feel like I've let things be on hold um, because I haven't been very good about balancing, you know, school and then other things, And, and, frankly speaking, school is a priority. So I've almost used it as an excuse to pause other things, but it's almost embarrassing for me to admit this, but, like... I definitely have been making some excuses about not working on the projects that really, for lack of a better way to put it, really like set my heart on fire. Like Mm -hmm. make me really excited to wake up in the morning, get out of bed and go do these things and meet these people. This sets my heart on fire for sure. Like being able to talk to people who already know, but in the context of, of this, like you said, there's so many people in college, there's so many People in your life that you might not realize have a very similar growth mindset as you, but we never really know until we start having conversations like this and we start learning from them. Um, and that's pretty crazy, which I think Kayla brought up a good thing. And definitely a question I have is training for an Ironman is not easy. <laughs> Y'all heard those numbers. I said 112 miles of biking, a full marathon. That's 26.2 miles run everybody that's a lot of miles (laughs) think about the last time you ran how many miles did you run and 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 just think about that right like it doesn't even matter it's anyways but but i guess my question really is like what does a typical day of training and being a full-time student look like for you but then also how do you make time for it like how how do you convince yourself in the morning when you wake up and i know you wake Mm -hmm. up really early because I, I, like, see it on Instagram. I see the timestamps. Probably too. see my
2: face, too. I also,
1: <laughs> like, guys, one time he came to class, a morning class. And he sat down, and I had known he had run a lot that morning because I had messaged him in the like I had messaged him the night before, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go on a seven, seven 17 mile seventeen mile run seventeen <laughs> just mile casual, yeah. just casually. casually." He said that he was gonna go on a seventeen mile run the night before. He did go on a seventeen mile run that morning, um, and then he came to class. He showed up to class. I always remember that. I'm like, I do not have excuses. Andrew ran 17 <laughs> miles before coming to a class, a morning class. So, I guess yeah. My question is like, what does a typical training day and being a student day look like for you? But then also, how do you convince yourself?
2: Sure. So to do that. <laughs> so I, it's really funny because you like we we look at everything that's happened, and I mean, on a day to day basis, it compared to how I'm thinking about my approach towards. Every day, <laughs> you know, I I've, I've really noticed that schedules have become something that's very important. Yeah, yeah. And in the morning, I. <sighs> Sorry, could you review that?
1: No, no worries. Are Are you a... okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down because I actually it's given me some more questions. Are you a morning or night person? Do you feel like you even identify as either one of those anymore?
2: If I could wish, I, I could wish I was both. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I, I really am a morning person. I, I have ADHD. Okay, okay. And so usually in the mornings when everyone's like asleep and, you know, the world's quiet, it's so calm and it, it, it's really the most productive time that I've been able to think just about life and about training. And uh, so I, I really do enjoy the mornings, even if I get four hours of sleep. And okay. it's just, so, I mean, answering your question though, um, approaching every day, of training, it's you, you really don't know what you're getting yourself into until you're actually doing it. Okay. So the day before, I mean, I, I mean, in the thick of training, I've been very good about Google calendars. Um, just, you know, we love all we the love- colors, <laughs> all the colors. <laughs> and I
1: want to see your calendar after this. I'll
2: show you my calendar. Yeah, oh my God.
1: we'll we'll include that maybe with with Andrew's permission, we may. Include that on our Instagram, maybe a little <laughs> sure. preview of what it looks like. So y'all follow us on Instagram. <laughs> I kid you not, in. Um, Sorry, keep going. No,
2: no, no. Yeah, follow them. I kid you not. So, yeah. So I I think something with ADHD, which is really interesting, is that like, I've had it. I've been diagnosed since third grade. Okay. And so I I've been a big planner, and as much stuff as I do plan on this calendar, I mean it's hard to do all of it. So, um, you have to plan for contingencies and for stuff to happen. And I mean, I don't like to be the person that flakes, but sometimes like I have to miss an event or something just because of like what I prioritized. So yeah, there will be mornings, like I think the three weeks before the race, no, the probably five weeks before the race, there were mornings each Wednesday that I would have a 17, um, 16, 17, 18 mile run and, um, with my team. And so those are the hard days. Um, there are days that are easy, but having, I think I've never really been good at planning, but it's, it's been something that I've really, really grown and pushed myself to get better at. So I, I will say I'm very way better at it than when I started, but I mean, it's, t- it's just a constant uphill battle, mm. you know? So you, you really just have to prioritize. And I've realized that having the same thing at the same time each day generally is like the best course of action. And that's something I really push to get better at now. And, um, I learned a lot from the race that I can explain at some point. But
1: <laughs> My next question regarding that, I guess, is okay. maybe it's just me, but I don't believe that you wake up every day and you're like, oh, I'm ready to crush this day. Like, let's oh, go, right? No. <laughs> okay, so what? what what's happening? Because, okay, right? Like, this is as much physical as it is a mental, like, endurance Thing. And and I really want to get into like physically, this is very impressive. <laughs> like it's extremely impressive, but I feel like it's almost more impressive what you were probably going through and how you had to develop your mindset and your mental stamina and your mental endurance throughout this entire process. I find that almost more impressive. Um, so what is a conversation that's going on in your head when you wake up one morning or you know, you're halfway through the day and you're like, like I'm tired. I'm tired and I don't I don't know if I want to do it today. Like I'm not sure if today it's gonna happen. What's what's happening in your head? Cause I'm sure there's a lot of reflection that happened for the past 14 months. Oh my right? gosh.
2: Yeah. So there were a lot of times that I, there were a lot of long stretches that I'd constantly think I was failing. Mm -hmm. I'm very success oriented. So I'll look at all the positive things in my Mm -hmm. day, but the negative things have more weight. So if Mm -hmm. I missed, you know, if I missed like half of a lifting session or if I, I mean, even I I have my priorities, like school is why we're here. Right. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even if I miss something or missing out with friends or have FOMO about that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's very hard to come back from that. That is Um, so
1: relatable. I just like to say like, that's, that's. Yeah. Sorry. I I did did not mean to to cut you off, but it's like, it's also easy. I think as a student and as someone who's like watching you from the outside, obviously I know a couple things from the inside just from talking to you and from being your friend, but like, obviously I don't know everything. Right. I feel like it's really easy for me to put you on a pedestal. Which you will definitely be on that pedestal because you're amazing, dude. Shawnee, you're
2: on that pedestal. Oh my
1: God, thanks, um, mom. Did you hear that? uh But you're insane. Like you're amazing, and I, I definitely draw a lot of inspiration from you. But I think it's really humbling for me and really grounding for me to hear really relatable things from you. And I do. I mean, Andrew is a very down to earth guy. Everybody like he is. So it. When you talk about FOMO, that's, the goal. It's like, that's really, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was talking about this as well. Like he's really vulnerable and he is willing to share that. Please follow him on his Instagram. Please take a moment to, to tell us how people can follow you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but okay. Oh. Where can people follow you?
2: Sure. So I have an Instagram. Um, I'm sure my name will be on it, but it's it's Andrew Schweizer Fitness. My first and last name, Fitness. Yeah. So that's my Instagram account. Um, we have 512 followers right now it's, yes <laughs> it's grown almost like 15 times since the race yes. um since i started training so it's pretty cool and uh, I, I will say there are some people out there that do the little like follow people and then unfollow them after oh, you know yeah i try to get my followers just by like by interactions and you yeah. know people that genuinely do i mean care about the journey so i, I think it's it makes a more authentic it does. viewpoint so it does yeah um I guess like going back to your question about like what goes on yeah. in the back of my head, <laughs> a lot of times it's 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 numb. Let's be real, like yeah. do, you're just kind of thinking about the next move, what you're gonna do next, and then you realize, oh wow, it's been a 12-hour day, and we're done, I mean, as far as done can be. But I I guess during training, it's you're you're really thinking about like what you're going to do next, and I mean I'm a part of a team, um, Natasha Vandermeer. She is my coach. She's a pro triathlete in Austin, Texas. And we have probably twenty people that show up to every of our like four weekly workouts together. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so having conversations with them kind of, you know, passes time, which is great. We do our runs around Ladybird or Austin High school track. And um, so that really helps the mental side. But I mean, just in general, I, I've had a problem with always thinking like I'm thinking I'm failing. And mm-hmm. it's hard to I mean, you have a few glimpses like seeing 20 people at your race you know that have been supporting you so much um just all cheering for you crying for you has you know you're completing this awesome journey and um I mean there are a few moments that like like that that really make it all worth it but it's just a constant struggle
0: yeah yeah. I totally relate to what you're saying because I feel like it can become like a constant like grueling thing especially with school i don't know if it's me or if this semester has been especially hard no this semester is yeah <laughs> i really like kind of got yeah. into like a not a trance but like a routine kind of like every day is the same kind of getting through it you know what i mean yeah um but i think it is when you do have something that you're really passionate about that's what gives you the spark to keep going because like i was talking to ashani about how these days like the only thing that's like sparking joy for me is like setting languages And so like, even if I come home, I'm like, I have three assignments to get done by 11.59, but I wanna study Korean. And so like making time for those things that you like, that's what gives you um, the motivation and the drive to keep getting through that grilling phase. And so it's like amazing that you were able to sustain that for so long training for this. And also I'm sure like having your team, like you said, also helped motivate you. So it's really amazing that you have that kind of support group to keep you going.
2: Yeah, it's really cool because I I feel like everyone, something I've really promoted and something I've really learned throughout this is everyone has that passion, that fire behind their eyes. And this is just part of it. You know, I choose to spend this many hours a week running or swimming or biking, you know. And I mean, you choose to spend that many hours a week studying Korean, which is awesome. That's something I've actually posted about. I mean, it's, it's cool to see, like, everyone's really doing the same thing at the end of the day. It's just different motivations, you know, different activities or it's it's the same goal and mindset that a lot of people have some people just don't show it as much and that's okay i think it's just it's cool when you see like that inspiration that you're talking about kayla and just i mean that like put to practice
1: i feel like that's what we like you said not everyone shows it this at the same intensity i think as the three of us show it and so it's like always about making them realize by what we do Right. Like that is OK. Like it's OK to want to be more than just a student. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's sur- almost surprisingly, like so, I mean, now I'm like, what, two years down this journey of us working on IKG Not? And I'm like, it is so surprising that like, <laughs> nobody <laughs> encourages you to do anything more than being a student. Right. Like you're supposed to have everything figured out when you come to college. You're supposed to leave apparently in four years and, and have everything figured out. But it's like, how do you do that if you're not anything more than a student and I feel like it's like once you once you see other people other students doing more things you realize that it's actually okay for me to branch out it's okay for me to try these new things and I think you know you started talking about it and I, and I definitely do want to want to hear about it more um Andrew has an amazing community behind him Kayla and I really do believe that community is everything right like um, their strength in numbers. You strive together, you thrive together. Um, I learned that from my mentor, and I really do believe that. That leads me to ask you, what's your favorite memory from doing the Ironman? In these past 14 months, what was your favorite memory, and then were there any low moments?
2: Sure. So I think, I mean, the greatest memories and the lowest moments really do come one-on-one, on, one on one, hand in hand. This past summer, June 14th, uh, my dad passed away. And so him and I were very, very close. Like I'd even call him my best friend, you know, and this was in the middle of training this three months before the race. And, um, that was very hard. So seeing that and seeing the growth from it with friends that have been super supportive and I mean, how training changed, how perspectives changed, how life think, fell apart and started to continue to bring itself back together. Um, after all of that, I mean, it's, it's, it's really crazy. I, I just, I can talk about it for hours, but mm-hmm. I, I think that was definitely the lowest moment. And I mean, the, this race, this Ironman was supposed to happen in April. So he would have been able to watch it, but because of the coronavirus and everything that happened, um, because of that, I, um, uh, the, the, race had to be in October. Um, one of the counties in Houston had a stay at home order because mm-hmm. of all of that. So that's so why the race didn't happen. But, yeah, so it, it, it's hard to see all of this training. And he was, all, like, him and my mom were my biggest supporters. And, I mean, my mom is still my biggest supporter. Um, shout out to you, mom. Yeah.
1: Hi, Andrew's mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Susan's the best. But, you know, just seeing people come together from it, and it's it's unreal. And uh, even now, like, even this week, I've it's honestly been a horribly hard week just mm-hmm. because of all of that catching up. and. Mm-hmm. You, you realize people move on and you're kind of stuck in the dead end. It's been a while I mean but it hasn't. And so I think the the brightest moment coming off of that was just seeing all of these friends like you know my mom and my dad's mom shout out to you Connie um, <laughs> at the finish line just crying and cat Dom holding a poster saying, "We love you, Andrew <laughs> and you know everyone just making this huge drive and having this true passion and inspiration to that I'm lucky to be in the role of, um, to come out and watch this awesome race, you know. Once everything happened this summer, it was, the day I found out, or the moment I found out I was doing homework when everything went downhill, and I called my freshman roommate, my my best friend, Jonathan Geimer, um, and probably five minutes after I found out, and he lives in Cedar Park, and he was there within 20 minutes. He dropped everything to drive me up to Dallas and he was and is one of my biggest supporters. Um, Seeing him at the race and just, you know, seeing all of these people, the effort they made through, most of them are aerospace engineers. And as Shawnee and I know, like the uh, school and everything around that is just super hard to deal with. seeing everyone drop all of this to come watch a race it, that the chat yeah
1: let me tell you I'm on that <laughs> chat I really wanted to come in person I really did I'm really sorry I couldn't make it in person I was tracking him though by the way figuring that whole thing out was so confusing but I figured it out and it was really cool um so I'm really excited to, to track you during the world um Ironman as well um but the chat, the group chat we have for Andrew, and it still is active, is insane. And it's it's really cool to see, like, all these people come together. Oh,
2: my gosh. For something
1: yeah. other than, like he said, <laughs> most of them, I'd say 90% of them are aerospace engineering majors. So
2: like, It's really funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's
1: funny. Like, I've definitely talked to at least most of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's pretty cool. <laughs>
2: yeah. It, it's weird being in that position. Like, you, you don't want, I, I don't, I'm someone that doesn't, you know, everyone likes attention, but, I don't want to be the middle of everyone's attention. Yeah. So being having this group chat with like my name, my pictures, the profile picture and all of that. I think it's called Ironman Utah it now. Is, it right? is, it is. Um just because that's where the world championships is. Um it's really weird. And yeah. So some people might take this and see like, oh, like self righteous kind of person that's talking about that. But I mean, I don't know, it's it's hard to it's hard to talk about without sounding self righteous, even though I guess your intentions aren't
1: you um, definitely do i will tell you i don't think you sound self-righteous definitely at all not. at all yeah okay. yeah and that's, that's a huge
0: that. achievement and especially since you work so hard for it you Flaunt deserve it yeah you deserve to talk can about it. can we get
1: some snaps for andrew Queens. please thank you yeah <laughs> I, no i i agree and actually let's let's talk about that because i mean we've talked off mic a lot about not sounding <laughs> like we're bragging right? Like, both Kayla and I, I would argue that neither of us really talk about what we do. <laughs> yeah, no. Even to each other, we, like, we'll find out in random ways. Like, oh, Kayla, you were doing this thing? Like, that is so cool. And she'll, she'll be the same, like, oh, I saw you were doing this. That's so cool. Okay. <laughs> and, and and I don't know if it's because of, like, how we grew up or...
2: Very modest, kind of.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, neither of us like to talk very much about what we do. It's, it's hard, though, because... In this world, nobody's going to know if mm-hmm. you don't say, like your parents, unfortunately, are not going to be able to to tell everybody about <laughs> what you do for the rest of your life. Right. And especially now that we're in college, they can't do that. I mean, my parents, again, uh, I agree, are my biggest supporters and they've let me do so much and they've supported me so much throughout my entire life. But unfortunately, my mom and my like my mom's not going to be able to to tell everyone to listen to the I Kid You Not podcast all the time. I mean, she does. She like sends it to family back in India and it's, it's awesome. They listen to it. We have listeners from India because of it. Really? Um so hi everybody from India.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: But um but let's talk about let's talk about that, right? I feel like with the stuff that we all do, right? There's always this idea that we can't share as much or we can't be as excited about it because we don't want anyone else to think, I guess that we're bragging about it or how do you feel like you come to terms with balancing sharing everything because I really like honestly I don't think you brag about it enough like I think you should I think you should be really like really? yeah I, I, I truly do I am mean, like I guess that opens my eyes as well in one way I'm like maybe I'm not maybe if I think I'm bragging I'm really not I guess but how did you get to the point where you're like I'm gonna tell everyone that I that I'm doing this or did you, did you do it indirectly? Did people just find out randomly? Like how did this, how did this happen?
2: So I started this, my Instagram page, probably freshman year and it was kind of a joke, you know, just kind of like, oh, it's a meme, fitness. <laughs> oh my uh,
1: God, mine was a joke too. Wait, right? really? <laughs> yeah, 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 it was that's a joke. Surprising.
2: It's funny to start that. It's it's funny to have that like energy coming into it. Yeah, but um, is that
1: us protecting ourselves? Like, oh, it's a joke if it fails. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: I think that's, <laughs> that, that was in the back of my head. <laughs> Well, I I remember having this one post. I think last July, no, last August, because I officially started training when school started. Okay. August twenty fifth, twenty twenty, and um, I I had this one post. I was in front of the UT tower, wearing a Texas running um, Nike shirt or whatever it was, some red shirt, like with my hands up, and um, just saying we're officially doing Ironman Texas. So that's kind of like, and it, it felt like a lot of talk for a while. Yeah. Um, just a lot of wow, he's doing this. And this is crazy. And yeah. I honestly, I was on the same page as everyone that was saying that. And yeah, so I, I, I really, I think about my page though, that will really answer your question is I I think people, one thing I've really tried to front is showing my flaws. And maybe that's why you're thinking I like may not be bragging as much. Um, there are people out there. I mean, some influencers, for example, that just show like, you know, flexing pictures and You know, this is what I did today and not really listen to feedback and, you know, just kind of grow into their own shadow, so to speak, and um, become egotistical and all of that. One thing that I've really tried to do is show my successes, but also point out like what I did wrong. So Mm -hmm. not only I can learn, um, not only can I track over time what I have done well and what I've done badly, um, but so the people that follow my page can really understand for themselves and um like we were talking about with application and like the same mindset towards different things so they can apply what they've learned to whatever goals they're having i mean yeah. Ashani, you had this goal of i think it was earlier this year where you would do a new you would learn a new thing every month right? oh yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah remember
0: yeah. that no i'm kidding <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what i do need people to ground me and remind me of that but it, it's crazy because that was awesome.
0: yeah that was amazing
1: Thanks, guys. You know, I did fall off on documenting it. Like Andrew said, documentation is a great thing because it serves two purposes. You can look back and you can see how far you've come. Second thing is then other people are able to learn from you and apply it in different things. I definitely did fall off of documenting, but I definitely did. And I still do. Every month there's something new that I'm doing, and it's teaching me a lot of new things, frustrating me in ways that, you know— Are fun. I don't know. I'm kind of one of those people who likes to be frustrated with stuff like that. Like it, 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 that I sound like a like a such a strange person. Yeah. No, I'm
0: like that. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this, but I really want to do it, so I'm just gonna suffer until I figure it out. Right. Yeah. One thing I will say
1: is Andrew brought up a really good good point. When you show people that you're human and that you fail, because we all do, and you make mistakes. You attract the right people, and he has definitely attracted the right people. And I hope you feel like you have attracted the right people.
2: I think I have. Okay. Uh, I think that's. I mean, everyone that's been listening and everyone that's been following along. I mean, whoever chooses to follow along, I think if they're taking something from it, then mm-hmm. they're the right people. And if not, that that's okay. I mean, that's that's totally fine. But yeah, I mean, just my goal is to inspire myself and my and other people. And <laughs> it's really funny because I feel like I'm being constantly inspired by other people. It's through. a circle. Right? It's, it really is a circle. It's
1: like that Spider Man
2: meme. Oh, they're they're pointing pointing at each each other? we're yeah. literally doing it in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> People can't
1: see, but we were literally. um That's funny. um Yeah, no, for sure. But I think, Kayla, you had some questions.
0: Yes. Well, <laughs> this is kind of. Un- I was trying to think if I was going to ask something, but it went out of my mind. But this is kind of unrelated, but I want to know. So how did it feel for you after you did all of this hard work and you found out that you qualified for Worlds? How did that feel for you?
2: Through everything that's happened? um, That's actually a really awesome question. So coming into training, you know, I I usually approach things very ambitious, or at least I used to. Um, So I was telling myself, I'm going to qualify for Worlds, get first place at this race, (laughs) you know, crush everything. Um, This was like, eight months out
1: wait wait so you went into it kind of with that mindset of like i'm gonna
2: no so throughout the journey there were good things and the, like there were i called them hills and valleys yeah uh, turns in the road whatever that I made me people realize people are taking
1: notes This is. <laughs> i'm taking my cornell notes. notes you know yeah yeah no please upload your cornell notes to instagram story tag and tag us, us. <laughs>
2: yeah. i'd love to see them um but i i started realizing over time like as i was saying this um Results will always deliver if you put in enough work, but I mean, being realistic with yourself and realizing like, this isn't the only thing I'm doing, you know, I'm not a master of nutrition We're we're juniors in college and, you know, there's a lot of factors that come into it. And so over time, I started to accept that it's okay to not be first and it's okay to not qualify for worlds as long as I learn something from it and I get better at it. And, um, can very happily come out of it saying that I learned something about myself and I have a new perspective on life and my goals in the future, whether they're fitness related or not, and just what I'm doing has an impact on myself and other people, and I'll be okay. Going into the race, I mean, especially after the summer and everything that happened, I was very content and a little nervous, but very content. And it's really cool at the race to see, I mean, even though you accepted that all this might not happen and... Hell, probably won't happen. Um, for all of that to happen, it's it's really cool. So I, I actually didn't know during the race. So the race is a swim, bike, run, right? That's the order. My friends were telling me after the race that coming out of the swim, I was 15th place. Coming out of the bike, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I was 7th place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, finishing the run, I finished in 5th.
1: Yeah, I was like, as he was saying them, I was like, I know what the places were. <laughs> I was an insider. For... Yes. No, it <laughs> So when you finished your swim, so I was tracking you on the app and then I was also like going back to like the chat, the group chat we have because I wanted to know what people were like thinking. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting because a lot of these people I don't really talk to on a daily basis, but I have talked to them like multiple times here and there. So it's really cool to be like almost like, and I wasn't even physically with any of these people. We were talking about this one thing, right? We were talking about like, okay. And, and we were all so invested. I was so – I was sitting – so I had a I had a tournament in, in the Rec Sports Center for Taekwondo, but I was, like, sitting on awesome. the bleachers and – well, no, I mean, bruh. <laughs> I was sitting on the bleachers, and I was just, like, watching it, and I was, like, looking up, looking down, looking up, and then looking at, at the chat. And, and yeah, all the stuff you were saying, everyone was so invested. They were like, okay, he's 15th. He just finished it. He just passed this point. And then – Kept getting updates, okay, he's halfway done with the bike. He's looking around here right now, and then finally, you were going into the run, bunch of, like, messages in the chat, guys, he's fifth, he's fifth, he's fifth, I think he's going to, like, end at fifth if he, like, keeps this pace. And there's, I, I don't remember, but like, everyone, it, it almost felt like, almost felt like I was, running it I like and I I definitely did not physically feel like I was running it, but I I really felt like I was with you I don't know how to tell you but you did such a good job I, Like okay, you attracted the right people is all I'm trying to say like you attracted the right people everyone was so invested dude and yeah when once you cross that finish line, I mean you have a picture you have a picture when you were with everyone who was there for you. I mean, you were probably dead tired, but like so energetic. Probably a lot of adrenaline. I guess right, like right. Okay, yeah. Guess.
0: What, how what? did how did it
1: feel? What was
0: it like? What was did, in your
1: yeah. mind? Did you feel like you're on top of the world, like what? Like you were the Iron Man. <laughs> like... <laughs> How do we refer to you? Do we call you Iron Man Andrew? Like what is the Andrew official
2: Andrew Iron Man Spider-Man <laughs> Stark. We
1: should Tony Stark, you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. It, it's really interesting. Um during the race like you kind of have a moment <laughs> coming out of the race, you're like, "Wait, your body's in shock. You're you're sitting there like, "Wait, what did I just do?" And you have to put things in perspective. I remember I mean, they handed me a water bottle. I I probably ran um finish shoot was a lot longer than I thought. And I, I probably ran that at like a seven minute mile, seven thirty. 30. Um, I didn't, I trust me. I did not pace my marathon that fast. Um, but coming over the finish line, um, you're kind of just in disbelief. I was in shock. I didn't really, I mean, I was happy. You, you see all of the good and all of the bad come together. And i yeah. um, just in one successful story. And I mean, when everything happened to this summer, it, it was kind of like a chapter turning, um, you know, and I thought it was a book ending, but I really realized later it's a chapter turning. And this was another chapter that, I mean, I'd say a volume that closed, you know? Mm. So it, it's, it's that cool to so see
1: good. that. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was was so well.
2: It's cool to see that come together. Um, and all smiles, you know, only, just the only thing that's important is being there with everyone and just seeing how wonderful it is to have like all these friends and all these connections. And I don't know, it is very inspiring. It's, don't really know how to describe it. Yeah,
0: that's so good. It's
2: a feeling yeah. that You're you so can cool. only crave, like at the finish line of every race. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So, what's your mindset going into Worlds now? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> the
1: hard questions. <laughs> we need to know what. <laughs> <laughs> this is the <a> hard question.
2: <laughs> well, I will say I, like I did with this race, I'm coming into this with a new perspective. Um, I want to grow on this perspective mm-hmm. that came out of it. You know, get better at scheduling. Get better at knowing when I should say no to certain things and, you know, not flaking on people or not, you know, just getting better at balancing everything. I mean, heck, that's the biggest thing. But I'm just very excited to be doing it. Have aspirations to do very well, but I don't want to come into this saying that I'm going to get first or, you know, I don't want to come into this goal-oriented. I want to come to this mindset and just moving forward-oriented with myself. And so I... Yeah, my right now the focus is school and setting up myself for later in life with which training does, but I mean you know we all have to focus on what's important now with school. I mean, being, in, I I wish I was forty and I wish I, you know, had the money backing and time to be doing this a lot. But I also love aerospace and the space industry, and I mean just finding the balance of that is what's important.
0: Yeah. Wait, that gave me a couple questions. Okay, go ahead,
2: go ahead. First
0: one was. How is your training changing at all or your routine? Like what's it look like now?
2: It's going to be a lot. I actually talked to my coach a couple of days back about this, but it's going to be a lot less hours and more concise and um, more valued minutes um, working out. So, well, I, I really, I really struggled as my coach knows this past training block, um, this past, I mean, heck the past six months with consistently being able to work out just because of how much school there was yeah and these
1: classes are tough
2: too. yeah yeah and just everything that happened i keep going back to it you know everything that's happened yeah, um outside yeah. of school and you know that throwing you off um really throws everything off and it's going to be a lot more manageable i'd say and yeah. as long as i'm building fitness and building myself and you know just technical work through student orgs and all of that while doing this um well, being consistent—that's the goal.
0: Eshani, did you want to say something? I
1: mean, I really don't want to wrap it up, <laughs> but it's already almost been an hour. Do you have any wow. other questions? I was, cause I was gonna say <laughs> we've talked about it a little bit. I really don't want to wrap this up. Can we do a second episode? Yeah,
0: we have to have you back. Yeah.
2: I love that. That'd be great. Okay.
1: <laughs> I. You're so cool. I mean.
2: No, you're so cool. Oh. Both of you are so cool.
1: <laughs> you're so cool, Kayla. You're oh. so cool. Kayla, you're awesome, guys. Cool. Cool. Um. This is the support. I, I would just like to say this right now. If you're in college, you're about to go to college. If you don't have friends like Kayla or Andrew in your life, for the love of everything, please, <laughs> please either join our Discord so, so we can be your hype man. Or start start slowly tapping away at your at your goals because you will attract the right people. I really—that's my, like, biggest hope for everybody is that you find your your tribe. You find your community. Because I, I can't tell you how happy I've been. Like, I, I don't think I can tell you how happy I've been to know people like Kayla, like Andrew. It's a different feeling than having your, like, day-to-day friends. It's a really— it's it's a it's a much different feeling and I, and I promise you you're going to like bask in that feeling once you start having friends or people around you that are only here to like support you, learn with you, teach you what they learned. I mean, Andrew is a triathlete, okay? And <laughs> I'm learning so much from him that I can apply in my life and I'm sure Kayla's learning a lot that she can apply in her life. So, so please, please do whatever you can. Um, if you're going into college, if you're already in college, if you're in high school, if you're out of college, whatever, to find your tribe. I know it's difficult, but it is so worth it. If you put time into finding that community that's going to support you and is going to be your hype man, because you deserve it. You deserve to have a hype man. You deserve to have, have a have hype men or have hype men, hype women, hype <laughs> hype people. Um, but Just to wrap this up, um, I guess I want to ask Andrew, we've been talking about it a little bit here and there about, you know, that feeling of of knowing when someone is working on something that sparks joy for them. Kayla mentioned it as well. What advice would you give to someone who's a full-time student or they're working full-time but has... Has big goals like running an Ironman, having their own blog, having their own YouTube channel, you know, dual majoring, whatever goal it is, they have these goals. What advice would you, would you give someone?
2: Something I wish I did better through my training was starting small. Okay, <laughs> I went from zero to hero. Um, I I don't regret it. Yeah, but I think I would have approached it differently. So I, I think if you're interested in something that's I mean, you're interested in this huge goal. I I think I'd get a taste of it first before you throw everything into it. I I will say (laughs) doing this Ironman, I've spent probably more than $15,000 of just, you know, money I'm still working to pay off Mm -hmm. and, you know, money that I've earned, but money that's also going towards this. So, I mean, there are constraints you can't control, Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, at the same time, you can make the most out of what you have. Being patient too. These goals won't happen overnight. And that's something I really realized because I have like such a long way to go. Mm -hmm. But I mean, just keeping a smile, making the most of it, even through the hard times, uh, that's all you really can do. And like stuff won't be okay sometimes. You have to not fear the unknown. You have to make the most of what you don't know and really grow upon that. I think that's something that's very crucial in going towards a goal that you don't really know. Going towards any goal really.
0: Okay, so we wanted to ask you what advice you would have for like your pre-Iron Man self. But actually, I want to ask like, what message do you want to give to yourself in the future? You know? Oh,
1: I like that more. Yeah,
0: after you finish this, what do you hope you've accomplished or what do you hope that um, you've learned through it?
2: Something we were talking about, something Ashani and I, something all of us were talking about before um, we started recording was fearing of being normal. And um, mm-hmm. I think reminding myself... like. Normal is that everyone has their own definition of like what being normal is or regular. But I think finding what your definition is and, you know, in the future, pushing to do things that one, you're uncomfortable with and two, that you enjoy and um, smiling all through it, because that's really all that matters is um, really what's important. And we were talking about before this as well, like when you're on your deathbed and you look back at everything you've done. Do you want to have regrets? Do you want to tell yourself that I could have done more? Where I, I mean, obviously everyone will think they could have done more, but have I lived a happy life? And um, hopefully that answer will be yes. And I know a lot of this audience probably is like relatively young, and I mean, most likely in college. I mean, there are some parents out there, and I mean, individuals that are older out there, which is awesome. But I think just going towards the next day with a smile, a smile into the unknown, and remaining optimistic towards what you don't, what you can't control, and what you don't know, um, it's something that's been harder for me, but something that I have definitely enjoyed getting better at.
0: That's so good. <laughs> for that. Snaps.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrew, for taking the time to to talk to us. This has been a long time coming. We've been yeah. trying to. <laughs> um but school and then other things have um kind of put this back but i'm really glad that we got to talk to you today Me too. thank you so much
2: it's been awesome being here i mean y'all are so inspiring
1: thanks i mean (laughs) i mean you're you're insane i mean you're you're super super inspiring and we're definitely going to be wanting to record a second
2: episode in the future i love that and yeah so happy to be here
0: do you want to one last time Plug yourself. Yes. All right. So <laughs>
2: Instagram. My first off, my name is Andrew Schweizer. My Instagram is Andrew Schweizer Fitness. S C H W E I Z E R Fitness. And um, yeah. So give me a follow. Um, send out a DM. Also, I kid you not. I kid you <laughs> not. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't followed their page yet, their Instagram. I don't know what you're doing with yourself, but you definitely should. Oh, okay. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you definitely wanna follow us too, because let me tell you, I'm definitely gonna be putting some 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 high quality content um, that's related to this uh I probably shouldn't call it high quality.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i I'm definitely I just Talksy realized I was like, the best quality
1: This is like I know, but I'm definitely gonna be putting out some extra stuff relate regarding this this episode. So so please take a look at that. Um and if not, you will definitely not regret it if you follow andrew on instagram as well but uh thank you everybody thank you for listening this far
2: thank you all for having me
0: all right bye everyone bye everybody bye